Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. Today, we have Veronica here to talk about the value of community and how to build a community of nutrition colleagues. I am really excited to have her on. She is the host of Networking Nutritionist, which she's going to talk more about in this episode. And I'm definitely a big fan of her and really look up to her when it comes to building a community of uh, like-minded entrepreneurs and nutrition colleagues. And she's a great person to learn from when you're maybe feeling like you need to bring in some community into your your practice and into your business. So let me tell you a little bit about Veronica. So Veronica Jean is a holistic nutritionist and the host of Networking Nutritionist. She also describes herself as a mama, avid reader. I believe you've read 50 plus books in the last year. (laughs) My goal for 2023 is 100. So we'll see if I can get there. (laughs) Okay, amazing. So definitely an avid reader and an overall student of life. Veronica has worked in the nutrition field for 15 years and has been fortunate to gain experience in a variety of roles from directing a seven-figure health food store and multidisciplinary clinic for a decade to education and government contracts to maintaining a private practice at capacity and contributing to the nonprofit sector. She brings her diverse experience and passion for learning to networking nutritionists because she believes in the power of connection. So like I mentioned, you are definitely the right person to have on today to talk about this topic. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah, me too. And I think it's so nice to hear, you know, somebody coming into this conversation with that diverse background, not maybe just working with one-on-one clients or just working in more of like a nine to five setting, like you've kind of done it all, it sounds like. And I bet um, finding community in all of those different places is, has its own challenges. So the fact that you can kind of speak on the challenges that might arise in each of those situations is, is really unique. So Yes, very grateful for you to be here. Yeah, and I find that with um, nutritionists, you know, coming out of nutrition school, wherever you've gone, a lot of folks are really pushed into that one-on-one model. And that isn't right for all of us. And it might not be right for all of us all of the time. You know, you might want to do that half time and something else part of the time. So I am really grateful that I've been able to have a lot of different experiences in this field and happy to share about them uh, with other nutritionists in case it would benefit them. Yeah. So why don't we just get started with you just sharing about your journey of becoming a nutritionist, um, creating your business, maybe the certain feelings that came up or experiences of, you know, realizing, you know, at a school what this maybe meant for you moving forward. Um, And I know that it was 15 ish years ago. So I'd love to kind of hear your experience um, of just getting started. Yeah, I never intended to be a nutritionist. Uh, I'm not a foodie. That was never something I liked in my life. I grew up on a steady diet of junk food um, and was super picky eater. Nutrition was never something on my radar. Uh, I was going to school once I'd graduated high school for architecture and I was really sick. I was sick through all of my teens 
uh, lots of digestive health issues, mental health issues. And once I got to college age, I was really struggling to function on a day-to-day basis. And when I got to medication number four that was recommended to stack on top to deal with more symptoms and more side effects, I just felt like it wasn't working for me and I needed to find a different way. Uh, And that's around the time that I was introduced to nutrition as a modality and, you know, the health food store community, which going back 15 years ago, they really were very tight knit communities, a little different from today. Uh, So that opened up a whole new world for me, a different way of thinking about my health. And so for me, when I enrolled in nutrition school, it was very selfishly to try to feel better myself, reclaim some of my health, and then be able to go back to my studies in architecture and all the other things that I wanted to do with my life. Once I got there, though, I just loved it so much. And uh, I, I say this frequently, but I do feel like there's a lot of similarities between architecture and nutrition. Like it's partly an art. It's partly creative. You really are working with people to find things that work for them. There's lots of science about it and math and things like that. So there, there is a lot in common. And just once I was introduced to this field, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. So um, the, I, I was really lucky as I was going through school that I did have a mentor, uh, who was mentoring me in one-on-one practice. And at that time, the practice was focused on food sensitivities, primarily identifying them, helping our clients to remove those foods and, um, in, in an effort to alleviate whatever symptoms they were having. And I feel like that experience of having a mentor while I was still in school and being able to do that in-depth learning with clients in a clinical setting while I was still learning the theory was so valuable. And that really just opened up my eyes to that, um, the impact that a good solid community can have in launching us forward. So that for me was the first step in understanding how important it was going to be to build my community and have those people around me uh, who are going to be able to lift me up that I was going to be able to learn from. And then eventually for me to do the same for others. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that feeling of being in school and you're learning so much and there's so many different interesting things. I I think personally, when I was going through school, I was like, oh, this seems really interesting. Maybe I'll try this out or this seems really interesting. And you almost need that like mentor or a person who's been through that to help guide you because I think and something I hear a lot from um, listeners of the podcast or students of mine is like, you know, my head's all over the place. I just don't know where to focus my attention. And then you almost have like too many interests or too like overdrive where you're like, I don't even know where to start. I just won't start. So I can really see how having that guidance throughout school probably really helped to um, give you direction and give you that support to see, hey, somebody else is actually doing this successfully. Maybe that means that I can as well. Yeah, I felt like I came out 10 steps ahead um, and exactly what you said, like I knew what the next step was at that point. I knew where I wanted to go. And also I felt capable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hear from a lot of nutritionists in our group and elsewhere, once they've graduated, they're like, am I really ready to see clients? Do I have something to offer that imposter syndrome, if you will? And I didn't have that because I'd already been practicing for a year and I had someone like pouring all of this confidence and knowledge into me. So it it really did catapult me into this career and, and let me get off on the right foot. 
That's so amazing. I'm really glad you had that. And I think it's just a good reminder for maybe those in school, if they can seek that support out right now, I think there's a lot of practicing nutritionists or wellness professionals that would be more than happy to even sit down if it's not to, you know, incorporate you into their practice, just even to do a coffee chat and, and talk things out about their experience. So I would love to know then, so you, you know, did that experience through school and then what was like the first step? Did you work kind of in a clinical setting one-on-one because that's what you knew or did you kind of go right into that health food store role right, right away? Um, kind of both actually. So I was working in the health food store part-time, um, and then I was practicing, uh, in that clinic setting about 10 hours a week or so. I really was brought on to take care of the overflow, um, from the previous clinicians, uh, their schedule. And then I did start my own one-on-one practice as well, working from home. Uh, So I had kind of three things that I was juggling at that time, um, which I loved, learned so many things from all those things. But that that one on one practice from home was my first entrepreneurial experience Mm of building my own business where I was going to find clients. I wasn't just walking into this business that was already set up. I really had to grow it from the ground up. And that was in 2009. Uh, it's a very different world today. (laughs) Like Instagram and all of, you know, the easier ways to get in touch with people. I'm sure it was, was it more like boots on the ground, like outreach at that point? Definitely. Yeah. So I did a lot of uh, wellness fairs at different local businesses and lunch and learns and things like that, where I would go in and teach during the lunchtime at different office buildings. Uh, Honestly, every type of marketing that there is, I probably did it at that time. Yellow pages was still a thing. Had a bus ad. Uh, Oh, wow. (laughs) I was writing for our local newspapers and magazines and all kinds of things just to get my name out there and um, have people get connected with me, which as you say, nowadays is a lot easier with (laughs) the internet and social media being a lot more integrated into our everyday lives. Uh, but at that time for me, um, needing, wanting to build up this one-on-one business, I had to find the ways to get in touch with people. So it was a little more old school, maybe not all of it is applicable to today. Uh, but I think there are similar similarities, you know, now we might do podcasts or things like this to get introduced to new people. Um, whereas it might've been a magazine article or something like that before. Yeah, Absolutely. It's really interesting how you bring up, you know, the different ways to market maybe back 2010-ish versus now, you know, 2020 beyond. Um, And I think a lot of us lose those kind of like boots on the ground ways. And now we just rely on social media, rely, rely on online ways. Do you still find, this is a little bit off topic, but do you still find like even some of the nutritionists in your group and otherwise like do you, do you encourage them to try other ways to market themselves versus just like the kind of classic online way? And do you find that that works for people when they broaden their horizon on how to put themselves out there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll maybe backtrack just a little bit before I answer your question. So networking nutritionists originally started as a Facebook group. And so we were on Facebook for 12 years. Uh, that group grew to be over 2000 nutritionists strong, and it was such a beautiful community. Uh, But come 2020, things started to change on Facebook with their algorithm and their community guidelines. And we were getting flagged really frequently for, you know, giving medical advice or things like this. 
uh, and really weren't able to speak freely between ourselves as nutritionists and clinicians. And we were at risk of losing the group was what it came down to. So we did move the group off of Facebook. It's in a private community on a different platform at this point. Uh, And so we are able to have some more in-depth communication again that we weren't able to do on Facebook. And then secondary to that, uh, unfortunately, it's been the experience of a bunch of our group members and lots of our colleagues in the nutrition world that things like Instagram, Facebook um, are being shadow banned or having posts come down or being restricted for periods of time, have a couple of members whose whole accounts were deleted. Uh, And so it can be really difficult to toe that line. And sometimes you don't even know what went wrong. Uh, Even if you're trying to follow all of the rules, things happen. Um, where it just doesn't seem to make any sense. So I definitely still think it makes a lot of sense to diversify what you're doing in terms of your marketing, having all of your eggs in the Facebook, Instagram, Meta basket, I don't think is a good idea uh, because they have all the control at the end of the day. Um, So to more directly answer your question, there's one member that I have in mind uh, when she started in the group a little over a year ago, she was really timid to relaunch her business post COVID. And I encouraged her to get out locally and to do some networking locally and meet with people. And she has just done so brilliantly at building her business back up. She's got a whole new course that the idea came from a networking event that she was attending. Uh, And she has a whole new course built around it for the public and is going so well. So definitely those, like you say, those boots on the ground, ways of marketing where you're just getting out and connecting with people are still extremely valuable. So I I don't think we should overlook them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're hundred percent correct. And, you know, we don't want to put all the eggs in one basket and there's so many different ways to grow a business. And I think so many of us think like, okay, if we're not a fantastic public speaker, there's no way that we're going to be successful in our business, but yet there's other ways to make smaller connections in more intimate settings, which I'm sure we can talk about in a little bit about putting yourself out there, networking with colleagues or different, different networking groups. Um, But before we shift there, I do want to shift back to just hearing the rest of the story of, um, you know, kind of uh, working at the health food store while working in that clinic and creating your own practice. Um, How did you find that? Like, did you find that that's when little bits of feeling like community was a big piece, maybe that was missing? Like, did that start to come up? Or maybe your cup was full because you were working in a health food store where there was other um, people interested in the same things as you. So I'm just curious, like, where did kind of inklings of like, oh, some community around me would be really nice. Yeah. So I think part of it, um, based on my childhood experience, so not even as an adult what I needed, but in childhood, I was like, I was a weird kid. I was your (laughs) typical nerdy kid, uh, tomboy, didn't like all the things all the other girls liked. And so I often felt like quite a bit of an outsider. I'm I'm very introverted by nature. As, as I said, I have this goal to read 100 books this year. I am happiest with my nose in a book. And that was true when I was a kid as well. So I didn't often feel 
really close with a lot of other kids um, that were my age. And so then moving into college, looking at studying architecture, I was usually one, if not the only female in the room. And so that led me to feel a little bit on the outside. And so when I moved into the health food store setting, into this clinic setting, into uh, studying nutrition, all of these were such close-knit communities that just welcomed me with open arms. And it was a feeling that I had never experienced before. And so for me, that was this huge awakening. And I was doing my own personal healing at that time with a lot of mental health issues. And it was just so apparent to me how important this was, both for my personal health and then also for personal growth to have these communities around me who are going to be supportive that I was going to be able to contribute to because that also was helping me feel good about myself and where I was at and what I was able to do. Um, so it, it really was this contrast between my experience as a young person. And as I grew into my adult life, just really seeing, um, how having those types of communities was able to lift me up and and help me to heal and reach goals and all of these things that I wanted to do with my life. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And like, I'm, I'm sure you would even see this as well as like that person who maybe felt like, oh, I can exist outside of community. Like I'm independent. I'm okay with my alone time. I can do this on my own. And then like welcoming some of that, like bits of that in, I'm sure like was super healing for you in many different ways. And I do see that that's such a big disconnect of people that maybe feel excited to do nutrition as their career, but then they don't have that support system, whether that's like people at home aren't supportive or they don't have friends or they don't even have like one other, you know, nutrition friend building their business. And it can really feel super isolating. And I think that that is just a piece of the puzzle when that's missing, it can really push you back and not want to move forward. So mm-hmm. I, I also see, you know, just even have for me myself, I had one friend where we would go to a cafe like a couple times a week and work for hours. And even though like we felt like we weren't making much progress at the time, it just still felt good to get together and just like have that like feeling of like, okay, we're not doing this in isolation. Um, so it was so, it, again, also personally healing for me to be like, oh, I can do this with support and it's okay to like need people and not have to do everything on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that feeling of isolation has increased in recent years with you know, the social distancing and moving things online and just all of the different aspects of what 2020 and on has felt like for most of us. So I think finding those ways to build community is more important than ever. Uh, I certainly benefited from it 10, 15 years ago, but I think in today's day, it's even more important to have those places where you just feel fully accepted and able to share who you are and what you're working on. And like people can lift you up when you need it and you can pour back into them when you have the capacity. And, um, I, I just, I really think with the way that the world is going, we all need to find those places where we're just fully accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do completely agree with, um, going to a nutrition school with maybe smaller class sizes and there's like that intimacy or, you know, kind of growth together. I think because of the field that we're in, a lot of us are looking for that personal growth within our 
wellness or whatever it is that kind of brings us there. So, you know, you're kind of surrounded at that time with so many like-minded people. And then I know what a lot of people say, you know, me myself have this feeling right away is you leave school and then almost like that's immediately gone. So you've had this like incredible experience of like finding your people and then poof, it's gone. And how do I find that now in my business? You know, whether that's like I mentioned, finding like one other person, or how do I even find like the community of other people that want this kind of connection as well? So I would love to hear from you, even just that experience of, um, you know, starting at, so the health food store, and I also worked at one. So I do know what you're saying, you know, they're kind of like a built-in community and you're all interested in the same thing. Um, So it looked, it sounds like you had some community there, but what other ways were you like, kind of trying to find your own community to to kind of continue this feeling of um of this networking and this success together. Yeah. So the health food store for me early on was definitely a huge source of community and uh as we moved through the years the health food store was my in-laws health food store. So mm-hmm. as the years ticked on, um my husband and I actually took over running the business. We did a big expansion and included a, the multidisciplinary clinic at that point. And so building out our team there, bringing on all these different types of practitioners, not just nutritionists, uh all of our sales floor staff were certified nutritionists as well. So there was so much opportunity in that business to keep it feeling like a family business while also doing this expansion. So um, the the people that we brought on were really important. Um, I valued every single one of them. And it was so wonderful to have other people there who were just as interested in helping people as we were. So that was a huge source of community for me. But outside of that, Uh, I started, once our business was kind of settled, I started doing other things in the nutrition field. Um, As you said in my bio, I I kind of think of myself as a student of life. I just like learning new stuff. Mm -hmm. So just going out and trying new things in my career made a lot of sense for me. So I started branching out and looking at different community groups was the first thing that I did. Uh, and got connected with some of them to do some different educational roles with local schools, local kids. We're working with lots of teachers and educators. That was a good source of community. Uh, Working within the actual community centers, so community groups who were doing lots of amazing things to benefit the, the health and wellness and the feeling of community within their regional area. Um, so that again, it just can, it continued to show me that when people are engaging in community that like only good things happen. Yeah. So we, we need to be doing more of that. Um, and then from there, um, I think the, the next sort of stage for me in building my career was more of that giving back. So being able to be in service of others in the same type of way that I felt like some had been of service to me when I was first learning. And so sharing what I had learned in building our health food store, in managing a multidisciplinary clinic, in maintaining my one-on-one practice and doing these different educational and government contracts and just starting to share that with others. So I did start some teaching roles at a couple of the different nutrition schools, continue to maintain that. Um, doing some mentorship, working with networking nutritionists and building those connections and and sharing what I'd learned. So sort of at some point, you know, 10-ish years into my career, it shifted 
to where, not that I don't need support, I still benefit from it, but where more of my day-to-day capacity was able to be spent giving to others. I love that. That's so nice to be able to reflect on, you know, what really helped you get to the point you were at. And then I just think like it takes a really special person to want to give that back to and to dedicate, you know, a portion of your life to really supporting people, you know, where you were however many years ago. So, um, and I know a lot of your members are like, so, um, I don't know if like indebted to you is the right word to use, but they, you know, they're just like, they, there's the connection is there and you are someone to like lift other people up. And it just goes to show kind of when you find that sweet spot of a part of your personality that where you can give back, like that's kind of where to put your time and attention. So that's to say, I think you're in the right spot doing the thing you should be doing right now. Thank um, you. Yeah. I'm yeah also- it's it's oh. such a it's such a privilege and such an honor to work with other nutritionists in that really intimate way as well. Where you know they're sharing like the big fears that they have and the hurdles that are coming up in their business and just having that camaraderie because we are all in the same industry. You just get it in a way that some other different type of entrepreneur doesn't quite get it in the same way. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, really love it. Like I, I truly feel privileged and honored to be able to work with other nutritionists in that way. Yeah. Ready to start your nutrition business, but have no idea what steps you need to take. No problem. That's exactly why I've created a completely free workshop for you called Six Steps to Start Your Nutrition Biz and Sign Your First Paying Clients. In this on-demand workshop, I'm sharing my six-step roadmap to starting a successful nutrition business without a huge social media following or years of experience. I'll also share the top three mistakes I see most new nutritionists making when starting their business and how to avoid them, and the must-have tools you need to run a successful nutrition business and wow your clients from day one. Oh, and did I mention that the workshop is completely free? Sign up at stephanielong.ca slash workshop and get instant access right now. The other thing I think a lot of us think is, you know, when it comes to networking, it's to, you know, share and um, be vulnerable and, you know, um, have some of our needs met through community, which is very much true. And I think that's probably the main reason community is important. But I think a lot of people also forget that um, collaboration can come from it, right? Different opportunities can come from it, knowing, you know, what you're good at and maybe what you're not good at and then finding someone else to support your clients or to support a piece of your business um, with, you know, something they're good at and bringing them in to support you. Um, So I think there's just that piece as well, where so many of us um, maybe are lacking those supports to, to grow our practice. And we don't really know how to find those different people to connect with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, it, it is such an important part of community to be able to share those things that you learn or the mistakes that happen, because then only one of us has to make that mistake, right? If if I make a mistake and I can share that with a thousand other nutritionists, then they don't have to do that same thing. They don't have to experience that same hurdle. They can learn through my experience and, you know, ex- that 
increases exponentially when you have a group full of other nutritionists who are all sharing these things that they've learned along the way. We all benefit from that. It lifts all of us up. It, it improves our entire industry. So I do think that ability to just be vulnerable and share about things and ask for help, even super simple things. Um, I was just answering a few questions in the, in the group this morning and little things like such and such supplement is out of stock in Canada right now. Like anyone have any leads on where to get it? Or um, I've got clients who are moving to Mexico. What do I need to think about for insurance to make sure that I'm covered to continue working with them? Just these tiny details that as an individual, you could get bogged down in for hours and hours trying to research and, and find the right thing. But when you've got a community to come together, you can just go and ask the question and probably someone has an answer because they've been there before. So it just, it makes all of us more efficient and, um, and able to do our jobs better, better and focus on the parts of our jobs that really matter to us instead of getting stuck in all of that like day-to-day -day operational kind of things. Um, like they say, working um, in, uh, not getting stuck working in your business and instead being able to work on your business. So really, really doing those things that bring you the most joy and light you up the most. And instead of worrying about the logistics of getting a specific supplement to somewhere in Canada. Yeah, that's very true. Like that hive mind, like everybody mm -hmm. coming together to really spread the work around. So it's not like one person has to take that all on um, is a really good point of why community is important. Now, while you were talking, I had a little thought in my head, I think also because I've heard this as maybe a fear come up in people. And I don't think it's something that a lot of us want to admit maybe to ourselves, but I think that fear creeps in of competition sometimes and this feeling of like, okay, but if I'm sharing in community, all of my trade secrets and you know, what's worked for me, then that means there's going to be less clients for me or less opportunity. Um, so what do you, what do you say to that? Or have you seen that or experienced that? And I would just love your thoughts on like this kind of like competition versus community and like, is there room for both? Yeah. Um, I have never liked the idea of competition personally. Uh, and I don't know who I heard this from the first time. I wish I could attribute it properly. But when I was brand new in the nutrition world, I came across the phrase collaboration over competition. And that really stuck with me. And it has been incredibly valuable in my career to collaborate with other nutritionists and to be open about doing that and, and to not have that scarcity mindset. Now that said, I'm a human and I tend towards the more anxious side. So certainly fears pop up in my mind. I have negative thoughts occasionally, but just not letting those things drive my decision-making. Um, in terms of the, the value of collaboration over competition, even just within our group um, over the last year, I I could think of dozens of ways that our members have been able to collaborate with one another, even for simple things like um, doing lives on each other's social media channels to help improve each other's reach. Like they both have similar audiences and it helps both of them to be introduced to the people who might not already be in both audiences. Um, and really at the end of the day, I think a lot of nutritionists get into this field because we are motivated to help people. And if we kind of keep that as our motivation, then I feel like the competition bit 
kind of, it takes care of itself. If your motivation is to reach as many people as possible and to, to help as many people as possible, then you want to introduce your audience to all of these amazing people who are doing awesome stuff that's slightly different from the awesome stuff that you're doing. And there is absolutely room for everybody. Uh, we all have our own unique zones of genius and places where we're the most brilliant and even just, you know, we're unique humans. So someone might vibe a little more with you than they would with me. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I, I really, I've not seen any evidence that worrying about the competition actually benefits any of us in the end. So I think keeping that open heart, that open mind of just wanting to help others, wanting to share information and um, expanding that to include our colleagues as well, definitely, definitely helps to build business. I love that answer. That was just such a good, um, genuine answer. I think hopefully that inspires people to shift that mindset from, oh gosh, there's not enough for me, or I can't collaborate, or I can't reach out to people because what does that mean for me? And, and to really focus on that, like, no, here's my mission and what I'm here to do. And there's enough for all of us to go around. So yes, love that yeah. so much. That was, that was really <laughs> helpful. Um, lastly, I would love to shift and talk about, um, how those listening can actually start to build their own community, maybe some tips for different ways they can put themselves out there, different groups they can join or, um, anything that maybe has helped you or helped, um, some of the people that you've worked with as well. Yeah. For me, I think the first step was to accept that it was going to be a little bit awkward at first. <laughs> so as I said, I am a very introverted person. I'm generally a little bit awkward as well. I don't love small talk. Uh, I'm not really good at it. So I think it was just accepting that, yeah, this is going to feel weird. Putting myself out there is going to feel strange. I'm not going to be comfortable with it and that's okay. And I'm going to do it anyways. So that for me was step number one, just saying that it was going to be uncomfortable and being okay with that. Um, and then finding different communities where there was something that we had in common. So I've, I'm an avid reader, as you said, so like joining a book club made a lot of sense for me and I could talk about books and I could meet other people who loved reading, uh, joining local entrepreneur networks for other female entrepreneurs, especially, uh, and being able to collaborate with them and their different audiences and having that, a similar journey of building a business um, for ourselves and most of us being solopreneurs, just working by ourselves and that's it. Uh, and then within the nutrition world, again, just finding finding those places where people were congregating. So I would go to events. I would um, go to you know wellness fairs or different expos and things in the big cities near me and just try to connect with people, take their cards, connect with them on LinkedIn or Facebook or um, within different groups and just really putting myself out there. And I have made some beautiful friendships and some amazing professional connections. I like just going, by just doing the thing. Yeah. And so I don't think there's one way or another, you know, you, nowadays we were talking about social media. You can message someone, reply to a story that they put up on Instagram. And if you genuinely love what they're doing, 
say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I love what you're sharing here and thank you for doing it. And it's such a pleasure to get to watch what you're doing online and all the ways that you're helping people and just start those conversations. Um, because that that's really where it begins. I think a, a lot of us and a lot of the world is really desperate for connection right now. Mm. And you might, as much as people are putting themselves out there, you might be the only one who reaches out with a real genuine comment. So I think just finding those places, if it's a local community, if it's a shared interest, if it's a hobby, if it's professionally, just find those places where you've got something in common and just start talking. Yeah, that's really great advice. And I think it's also being yourself in those situations, even if you, it's like embracing whoever you are, like you said, (laughs) okay, I'm awkward. I know that, but I'm going to go anyways. And maybe like, I meet the other awkward person that relates to me because we're both here and we're both, this isn't in our wheelhouse for either one of us. So um, yeah, I think it's just like becoming more of yourself, uh, which feels uncomfortable a lot of the time as you're learning who you are or learning who you are maybe in this new career or maybe for a lot of people this is a second career um, or like later in life you're coming to nutrition so I think it's just remembering that um, we're all nervous and scared to do this (laughs) you know a lot of us probably naturally aren't extroverted to go out and like meet all these people um, but it's a necessary piece of the puzzle so putting yourself out there will, will pay off in the end. Now I'm curious if, um, or I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, getting kind of like a free community of support. So, you know, different Facebook groups or, um, uh, I'm trying to think of other free options or just, you know, meeting people organically versus, you know, paying for different communities of support, um, like going to a networking event that's maybe like, $15, $20 and, you know, having a night where you're meeting and communicating or even networking nutritionists, you know, how, what is kind of the different level of support you might get from like a paid um, community versus a free one? Yeah, I have found my own personal experience that folks who are paying for an experience are tending to be more engaged in that experience. So I do think there are places for those free opportunities for networking. Like I said, LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook groups, whatever it is, there's definitely a place for all of those things. Um, But I personally have found more genuine connection, more of that like authentic understanding and knowing and um, relationships with people to come from those places where we, we both had a little bit of skin in the game right? You, you were there for a reason. You had a goal. You were willing to pay a little bit to be in attendance. And I have definitely found that those things have more engagement. And for me, more has come out of that. So even if that's, again, something local, like your local chamber of commerce and going to some of those events, um, that's possible too. Um, with networking nutritionists, we hesitated to move to a membership model because we were a free Facebook group for so long. Um, we knew that we had to move off of that platform with how things were changing, but it it was an interesting step to move to this paid model. Now, of course, we're able to offer so much more than we ever did in Facebook um, under a membership model. And it's a very reasonable membership, if I do say so myself. It's like for most people, um, and you have a coupon code to offer, it's like 10 or 12 bucks a month. Um, so it's it's not a huge membership fee. But it does mean the other nutritionists who are there want to be there. They were willing to pay the membership to be there. So we have um, we have events, we have networking events where you can go, you can connect with other nutritionists. Um, we have um, 
we call them success and accountability pods. So it's like a small group within a group where we get together every week and just talk about goals and business, setting our goals, following each other's progress and having that accountability to move our businesses forward. So lots of other things too, but there's these opportunities where other nutritionists, again, they've paid for it. They want to be there. They've signed up for a particular type of event. And really all of us are there just motivated to get to know each other better, to see how to build up our individual businesses. And then again, as a whole, that supports our whole industry. If our industry is doing better, we're all doing better. So I think um, for me, there's a place for both, but um, I have many paid memberships and they've always been worth it for me. Yeah. And I think as a business owner, as you learn to invest in yourself, you know, I think sometimes we can invest and I'm curious if you can relate to this, but it's easy for me to put money towards like, oh, a new platform to use, you know, to manage this part of my business or this thing that, you know, like my website subscription or whatever it is, but investing in myself kind of comes second a lot of the time. And I'm like, Hmm, I don't really know. Like if it's worth, if I'm worth it, you know, like this money should really go to the business. But what I find time and time again is when I do invest in myself, um, whether that's through community or different like courses, you know, for my own mental health or whatever it is, um, my business really thrives. And it's almost like you don't know what you needed until like it's there. Right. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I needed this so bad. Like this has filled my cup so much. And I didn't know that some of the reasons I was struggling was because I didn't have this support. So Mm -hmm. I also see the value in, in that, even though I know it can be hard for people to justify it sometimes. Yeah. And I love that analogy that you said, you didn't even know what you needed until you had it. Um, I say the same thing about my health. Like I knew that I wasn't well, but I didn't know how unwell I was until I started to feel better. And I do think it's, they're very much parallel, um, you know, with the health of our business or the health of our career or the personal growth that we're trying to achieve through the work that we're putting out into the world. Uh, I think it can be like that where it's it's not until after you try the thing and it clicks that you realize just how important it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And yeah, I think just being in, like, I know for Launcher Nutrition Biz, like my chorus, I didn't have a community for people for so long and people were just begging for it. They were like, is there a place for me to connect and ask questions? And as soon as I open that, I find it's just a really good space for people, you know, whether it's me answering a question or if it's colleagues answering a question, it's just a place for people to go and get that support. Um, But I can also see, you know, networking nutritionists just takes it that step further and, um, you know, being on the end of, you've been so gracious to allow me to observe your community and be a part of it. And just seeing like the quality of content you put out, the different ways people can connect, like the pods you mentioned, having really great guest experts come in. And I believe you yourself will do little chats, you know, ask me anything where people can come and really get to know, you know, from your experience, there's just so much value in having that. And um, the fact that it's, you know, $10, $12 a month is incredible. That's way less than probably an one in-person networking event would be, you know, for one session. So I'd love for you to just maybe share where can people learn more about networking nutritionists? Do you have anything upcoming that might spark their interest? And yeah, anything you want to share would be great. 
Yeah. So the best place to find us is on our website, which is networkingnutritionists.com, nutritionists with an S on the end. Uh, we have our email address there is hello at networkingnutritionists.com. So people can reach out to us there if they have questions that aren't answered on the website. Uh, and I also will offer a 15 minute discovery call. So if someone is interested in the community, but want to want to connect with me or to hear a little bit more about the types of things that we're doing, get a little sneak peek behind the curtain or something like that. I'm happy to jump on a call and chat with people too. Perfect. And I know you've also been great to offer the podcast listeners a discount to join. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to have all the details in the show notes. You can go um, click over, learn more about Veronica and networking nutritionists. And I hope to see you in there too. It'd be great to have um, a bigger community of nutritionists supporting one another. Um, I think it's just amazing the work you're doing and very grateful for you to share your time today and your experience. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.